This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, so is the window just opening for the Detroit Lions? We talked at length about Jared Goff and why we should be comfortable with him coming back on a new contract. What about the personnel? Do they have the personnel? Uh, It was Bill Barnwell of ESPN put together a list of rosters ranked from oldest to youngest. Okay, oldest to youngest. Any guesses where the Detroit Lions rank? Uh, youngest would be number one. Is that what you're saying? Young, youngest would be, well, he, the way he's got him. I mean, number one or number 32. What's the, where do you think they rank on the list of oldest to youngest? Like example, the average player on the New Orleans Saints is 28.2 years old. That's the oldest in the league. They're at the mm-hmm. top of the list. Yeah, I would imagine the Lions are a young team, a very young team. The Lions? Like there might be five teams that are younger, maybe not even. Uh, there are four. Teams that are younger. Right, well we done. Uh, the average age of a D- the Detroit Lions is 26.7, the fifth youngest team in the National Football League. So, I, I mean, they've got the personnel that's not about to age out. No, I mean, how many players do they have that are north of 30? Uh, I mean, is Decker? Might be Decker, Germ, Glasgow. I'm... I'm Guessing those, yeah, those would be some of the players on the team. Those would be some of the older players for sure. Hooker, kidding, because yeah. he's an older quarterback. Yes, <laughs> it is a joke. Get the joke out before everybody else. Gets yeah. Um, I don't know. Let's see. Over thirty, Bridgewater. Right, and he's retiring. Sudfeld is thirty. He's, he's not there. Uh Vitai thirty. He's not there. Um, ba, 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 ba. Uh, Tyson Aluo is 36. I'm guessing he's not coming back. No, probably not a critical part of the future. That's it. Even their older players aren't. So the I'm saying that their play. oldest player. I mean, Taylor Decker is the elder statesman of this team, and he's been there like seven year, eight years. And he's 29. Yeah. Um, and Goff is what, 28, 29? Yep. And Glas- Glasgow's 31. He's the contributor. He's, I mean, is he their oldest contributor? What's Germ? Did I miss? Did I miss Germ? Jalen Reeves, maybe. Guess how old he is? Twenty-eight. He's twenty-eight. Yeah. Feels like he's been here forever. Anyway, because he, he came and left and came back. This is a young team. Now, here's the most interesting part of this: a big part of the Lions' success and a big part of your success is winning the division, right? How about this? 
two of the teams that are younger than Detroit, one is the Chicago Bears, mm-hmm. and the other is the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, the Green Bay Packers, Packers are the youngest team in the NFL. The Bears are the third youngest team in the NFL. The Lions are the fifth youngest team in the NFL. There's four teams left in the NFC. The Lions and Packers are two of them. The Bears have a ton of resources with the pick at one and eight. Now, they don't have a second-round pick. They gave it up for Montez Sweat, so they don't have a pick until the third round. I think it's 75. But the Bears obviously have resources, and I think they still have some cap space, quite a bit of cap space. Yeah, I mean, they just signed Sweat, and but the, the, the allure of having that top pick and knowing you can go either way with it, yeah, uh, you, you can either use it on the quarterback or you can trade the pick. Now, and, and if you're gonna, even if you use it on the quarterback, and you'd be trading Justin Fields, you'd be getting picks for Justin Fields, so you'd be get, actually getting younger. I, I kind of feel like this is the biggest impediment to the Lions being around for the long haul. Is that it seems clear to me this division has a chance to very quickly be the best division in football. I mean, the Packers are looking legit with Jordan Love. And their young core of receivers. Well, two of the final four in the NFC are from the North. <laughs> the the Lions obviously are what they are. The Bears are in, an incredibly young team. With I think we all see how they could they could be good. So while the window might be opening for the Lions, it feels like it's also potentially opening here for the Packers and the Bears. Yeah, I. <laughs> and there's a big difference between being the division champ and being a wild card. This is the year that the Lions had to win the division because it was theirs to take. They were mm-hmm. the best team in the division. And when you look at the standings, um, it wasn't even close. You know, it was a three-game difference. However, moving forward, <laughs> this division is up for grabs. It's up for grabs to the Packers for sure. Mm-hmm. And depending on how the Bears, you know, deal with the draft or what they're going to do with the quarterback situation, the Bears can be there right away. And if the Vikings, you know, they, they've got some decisions to make on what they're going to do. Um, but if if they don't spend money on Cousins, can they spend money on, on a quarterback that cost them half as much on the free agent market but is actually pretty decent quarterback? I wouldn't want to be a Vikings fan right now. I'd be, yeah, because you're, kind of you're a little bit in no man's land here, right? Yeah. Because do you do it? Do you not do it? Do you start over? And, you know, if you're starting over – you're not likely to get a a quarterback of substance, you wouldn't think, where they're being drafting. Um, I mean, you could. I, I happen to think Bo Nix is going to be a heck of a quarterback, and he'd be available in the middle of the first round if you wanted to, or maybe even the second round. You know, if you want to go the J.J. McCarthy route, you, you could. But there are options there. But the bottom line is the Packers and the Bears and the Lions, they've got a head start. Yep. And the Lions have the biggest head start, uh, although the Packers, the fact that they're – in this uh, final four as well speaks well on what they're at, but th- that's a Packers uh, Packers and Lions are, are, are similar uh, with, with having the young players on both sides of the ball. The difference is the Packers quarterback is younger, but he's not that much younger because he sat for a couple of years before he had his chance to play. It's just a little disconcerting that he's hit the ground running in his first year as a starter. I'm real hesitant when we talk about windows for any teams, you know, especially ours, of course, but because the NFL, not for long, right? You can turn it around quickly. There's this, like, everyone thinks there's this process you have to take, and you can take a process, baby steps, you know, one win, five wins, nine wins, win the division, whatever. 
or you could be, I don't know, worse in the division and win it the next year because it happens every year in the NFL. I worry about, that's why a lot of people wanted to quote-unquote go for it at the trade deadline. Yep. I think you have to be responsible as a GM, of course. you got to make something that's sustain- sustainable, right, for years to come. You want to be competitive every single year. But you also know that that window can close quickly. And before you know it, you're the darling of the dance, and then you're not even invited the next year. Yep. This happens all the time in the NFL, and they open up another playoff spot so other teams can get in now. Half the league basically makes the playoffs, yep. guys. So we thought the Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Bears, maybe not we, but the, most of national media thought the Bears were going to be terrible this year. They don't look that bad. How many games did they end up winning? Seven? I think there were seven wins. Seven yeah. wins for that team, okay? That looked like they maybe didn't even belong in the division to start this year. Until you went over to the Lions. The Packers, what happened to that slow rebuild? I don't know. They're playing the Niners <laughs> yeah. to get for a chance to go to the NFC Championship game already. So things happen quickly. I really I scared about the window thing, opening, closing. I think you always got to watch your back in this league. I mean, the Lions look like they're in a good position. Don't get me wrong. I don't remember as well as you guys did, but in 91-92, how did it look for the Lions it back then? Great. You know what I mean? They had the, the best running back in the league, offense that couldn't slow down, you know, couldn't be slowed down, Spielman, Benny Blades on defense. I don't know. And then they hadn't won a playoff game in the next 30 years. So I always worry about things when they look good. So I, I try to live in the right now, of course, and have an eye on the future. But I do trust Brad Holmes. Yeah. I do trust Dan Campbell more than I've trusted anybody else in this organization before them. So Nothing's a given, but the opportunity is there to be around for a while. But I, the, my hesitation isn't as much about that. My hesitation is I think the massive difference between winning the division and being a wild card is something that makes it worth winning the division and trying to win the division every year. And I think this division is going to be tough. I think this is about to be the toughest division in the NFC. And I mean, you can make the case it already is. <laughs> you <laughs> in can. In a strange way, because they got, we got two teams standing here. The case is made right now that it is. Yep. With it, without question. <laughs> um, which, which I don't think it is, but I could use the two teams left standing as, as evidence that that's the case. Well, it's amazing and to Kang's point of how quickly things change. Eight weeks ago, people would have said, well, the NFC East. I mean, Dallas and Philly, these teams are really good. Bye-bye. I mean, amazing. Yep. Absolutely amazing. All right, two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. A little bit of careful what you wish for. Just a, a quick reminder. We will get to that today at 12.08. Phone calls, feedback, Carson Anderson on a Wednesday. Just a reminder, you can stream the show. Uh, always available on the Odyssey app. Download for your mobile device today. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Uh, then you can stream anywhere in the United States and Canada. And then we've got we got calls this week from all over the United States from Lions fans. That's why you want it. Uh, secondly, is you can stream to our website, 971theticket.com, where the Birchie kid and Evan do a great job of content. In fact, Birchie just sent me a quote about this very topic of whether or not the window is just opening for the Lions. Uh, we'll get to that today at 12.02. And... Um, Stream a video, twitch.tv. Search up, uh, go to twitch.tv, put 971 the ticket in the search bar. Bam, there we are. You can see us with video and participate in the streaming chat. Same thing with YouTube, youtube.com. Search up 971 the ticket. It's Carson Anderson here on 971.
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.